Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast with your host, Team BHP. Hello and welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. It's me, Dave Thomas, along with Chris McGee and Jamie Noteboom and Tim Azarana. And tonight, from Follow Her Arrow, we have Jessica Byers. So, Jessica, how are you tonight and uh, what is going on with Follow Her Arrow? Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm a little bit anxious, actually, at the moment because I'm waiting for my bow to show up. I just got back from the total archery challenge and the airline Uh-oh. lost my oh, uh-oh. bag. That feels yes, good. That's never happened. You know, it's like a hunter's nightmare. I travel all the time. It's never happened to me. So, um, you know, it's bound to happen as much as I'm, I'm on a plane. But they're supposed to be delivering it any minute. So, um, so if we hear a doorbell, doorbell. Yeah, we'll expect cold music. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for it. We will all start uh, cheering if we hear a doorbell. Yeah, but <laughs> other than that, I mean, life is great. Except, like I said, it's a total archery challenge and. How it was, my was first it? Ever 3D shoot. It, it was my first ever 3D shoot, like ever, ever. I don't even do local shoots around here, so it was it was amazing. W- was I, this the one at Snowmass? Uh, Snowbird. Okay, Utah. Snowbird. Yeah, I don't know what you just said, but Snowbird is where I was. I think um, he said Snowman. And I think Snowman. Well, I'd never been to Utah before, and I, like I said, I'd never been on a, you know, a 3D shoot, and I dang sure haven't shot past 60 yards regularly, so it was very challenging. Um, it was extremely gratifying. I had, I, you know, I was, I was next to some really awesome bow hunters, so um, thankfully everybody kind of pitched in and helped me learn how to, kind of learn how to stack my pins and, you know, go for it, and I, I surprisingly did really, really well. I was really proud of myself, so... I am for sure addicted, especially <laughs> to Snowbird, because it's absolutely gorgeous there. So that's going to be my, hopefully my yearly thing. Like, I, I definitely want to go every year. Have y'all been before? No, Never. I was just going to ask, walk us through an event like that. What's it like? So, okay, so Snowbird, Snowbird is a, like a ski snowboarding resort, so um, it's super nice. And, and you know, when you show up, there's booths everywhere. So you have, like, the Hushing guys and not Ross and... Uh, I think Sitka had a, a tent. Anyway, it's, you know, industry, um, industry booths all over the place. 
and you have roughly, like this year they had four courses, and they're all kind of different levels and challenging in their own ways as far as distance and, you know, angles and whatnot. But I only did two of the courses, so I did I did the Sitka course and the Prime course. And Sitka was by far my favorite. It was the most challenging. But um, just to kind of give you a, a run through, it's about, I don't know, 20-plus targets per course. And they're set up in these awesome, like, legit, realistic hunting situations where maybe you have a bedded buck or you have an animal that's, you know, got its head in the brush and only the vitals are exposed or, you know, uh, you're up above or even down below and, and looking down or, you know, up at the animal and they have no... It's just really cool scenarios where maybe there's a rock that's covering part of the vital. So you're either going to blow through arrow, you're going to hit perfect or miss completely, I guess. But, um... Yeah, it was just it was it was awesome. I I like I said I only did two of the courses, but um, I think Sitka and Prime are definitely the top two courses. I did Prime twice actually, and you know you, you shoot at every kind of animal, and most of the shots, majority of the shots were from like fifty to. Um, I mean, I took a shot I think out to one hundred and five yards at one wow. point. So. Uh, yeah, I hit it once and I missed every other time. <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely got to be an eye opener shooting at yardages that, that that distance. Yeah, it was, and you know the girl I was staying with, uh, Lori Lingle, she's you know one of my friends. She, what? I'm sorry, my dog just set off a rat trap. I, we have a mice. We have a mouse in our. Popped <laughs> 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 really loud. Um, okay, so I show up and Lori's like. So how many arrows did you bring? I was like, I looked at her like, a, a dozen. Is that okay? She's like, oh, yeah, that's plenty. I was just making sure because you're going to lose some. So I was a little worried, you know, swinging arrows that far when I'm not used to shooting that far. But I came back with, I think, eight or nine. So I did pretty good. Oh, perfect. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, I, I hit dirt a lot. So I just happened to not ruin the arrows when I missed. So <laughs> it worked out good. But uh, yeah, y'all need to go. It's a it's a wonderful event, and definitely got my confidence up. Um, you know, my first big hunt is my elk hunt in New Mexico, and that's the longest you know that I ever have to prepare for any hunt each year so far. So nice. it was a it's a great way to go into season. My, my head is right. So. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about your hunting uh, background here. So I, I know that you've uh, you know you do a lot of hunting out there, and, and we do a uh, women that hunt. Um, spotlight on the podcast just kind of talking about women um you know it's a great big movement um within the bow hunting industry which is absolutely amazing so what we like to hear is kind of the background of of you how did you get into bow hunting um did you have somebody that got you into bow hunting did you do it on your own can you talk a little bit about that um yeah so so i you know i was quite a bit younger as long as i can remember i've been in the field with my dad but I, you know, I didn't start harvesting my own animals until I was probably, like, late middle school, early high school when I started shooting my own animals. But I didn't get into archery specifically until I met my husband, Braxton Spires. Um, he, you know, I, I met him, and within two months, he was working on a job in Kansas, and he flew me to Kansas because, you know, it was long distance at that point. He flew me to Kansas, and, he, and it was, you know, like, October. So we went, and, and I sat in the bow stand for the very first time with him. And then by January, I had a bow in my hand. Yeah, he surprised <laughs> nice. me for my birthday. So um, I've never actually got to hunt Kansas. And, oh, God, one day I will, and I'll, I, it'll be a dream come true. But 
um, yeah, that was my first experience. And like I said, he surprised me for my birthday in January with one. And it's just kind of like lit a fire underneath me ever since then. I love it. It's, I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I'm, you know, I'm learning every single day. So, uh, I'm not new to it, but I feel like I'm constantly learning, especially being from Texas. You know, we hunt completely different than mm-hmm. Northwest hunters. So, um, it's just, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my story, my background. He, you know, Braxton's been an awesome mentor. Aside from being my husband and best friend, he's just, he's hunted, he's bow hunted pretty much exclusively since he was eight. And, and started harvesting his own animals when he was 12. So, you know, he's had a lot of time to kind of work, you know, work through the ups and downs. And, and I, I just had a really great example of that, you know, someone just literally took my hand and showed me the way. And that's awesome. Just what kind of bow are you shooting this year? Um, well, the one I'm waiting to show up at my doorstep right now is a, is a carbon defiant 31. And all the last season I was shooting just the regular Defiant. So nice. only difference now is a little bit lighter. And I've got a few different accessories on it. But, um, yeah, it's a sick bow. I, I felt really confident with mine last year. So I, it's literally the first time I've got to take it out to do anything with it. And now I don't have it. So mm-hmm. hopefully it comes back to me. But if not, I just, I've got my, my other Defiant just waiting to be shot. So, so is that what you're using on your Alcon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so I, hopefully, I kind of hopefully it shows up. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. Fingers um, crossed. I, bow hunting kind of has the same effect on me that it did on him. It's like once I started, I didn't really want to go back to to gun hunting. So, um, I would like to use my new bow, of course. Yeah, I would love to, especially because that's the one that has a three pin on it. Versus mm-hmm. last year, I was using a one pin, and I learned really quickly for me personally that. I don't. I don't want a one pin elk hunting. I love it no. for whitetail and hog hunting and things I do back home. And even you know, I went on a bear hunt recently. That was great for that. But I need a three pin for elk hunting for me mm-hmm. personally. And and like I said, my my other defiant is a one pin right now. So I'll just be having to reside everything in if that if it comes down to that. What kind of broadhead you taken with you for that uh, that elk hunt? Uh, a Switzer. I've been shooting a Switzer broadhead for about, this will be my third season, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's a hybrid, so, um, slides the mechanical, and then it, when it opens up, it, it's stuck like a fixed blade. It's a mm-hmm. really cool design. Um, so it's a two blade. And then it's got two other, like, bleeder blades on the side. And, um, that's what I've been taking everything with for, like I said, two seasons now. Uh, and it's been wonderful to me. I've taken, uh, I didn't get my elk with it. A cu- like in 2015, I was using a different broadhead, so I, I haven't taken an elk with it yet. But I've I've shot multiple hogs with it, and hogs are a really great test as far mm-hmm. as like the durability of broadheads, just because their shoulder, shoulder blades, blades are crazy thick. Yeah. So um, hogs, turkey, whitetail, bear. Um, I shot a gator last year, oh, so I mean cool. it's, it's done very well, and I'm really confident going into elk season with it. That's awesome. Shif- shifting gears a little bit, um, looking at looking at your Instagram, I mean, you have you have a ton of followers out there, um, which is absolutely amazing. What what kind of what what brought you to follow her? Arrow? What's the background to follow her? Arrow? How did you get started with that? Yeah, so kind of like you rewind a little bit um, when I was saying how I got into bow hunting. Um, I you know I started 
roughly four and a half years ago or something like that. And, and you know, in my first couple of seasons, I had a lot of success, and I started meeting just friends, you know, friends of mine back home. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't hunt anything, but they started kind of, like, asking me questions, like, and, and, start, and I kept hearing the same thing over and over. I could never do that. I could never, I don't know how you do that. That's just crazy. I don't know how you do it. And so it kind of bothered me because I thought, you know, I wanted to learn archery way before I met Braxton, but I never felt confident enough walking into an archery shop or asking a man or it just, you know, I don't know if it's like, like you know, insecurity or, or just doubt or what it was, but I didn't feel comfortable. And I thought, but if I'd have had a woman to teach me and, and, and show me that, I would have been all over it. Mm-hmm. And so... I started just writing about my experiences, just like, I think I started just writing about my hunting stories and talking about, like, where I messed up and what I could have done different, and then kind of went into product, and, you know, now it's full-blown, like, videos and whatnot, but, um, yeah, I just started as a blog in 2015, so August of this year will be two years that I started it, and as far as growing it, I mean, I, I, I have been very fortunate, and, um, I've, you know, been successful in a lot of hunts. I've, I've failed a lot of hunts, too, but I always go back to, um, I mean, I just, I owe I owe it to Braxton because he really did teach me everything. So I thought a lot of my success is, is due to him. And then people like to see him succeed. You know, I, I don't want to focus too much on, on you know, hunt not being successful unless you kill. Like, I, I don't agree with that. But that seems to be what launches me further. Mm-hmm. Like, when I get a kill... My, I may go up 2,000 followers in one week just because, I don't know, that's just what people like to see. And, and um, I mean, sure, sure, consistency on, on social media is great, but um, I would say me being transparent about my failures has really helped me a lot, too, mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't talk about that, and I'm all about that. Like, I'll be the, if anything, I want to downplay what I do because it's, it's well, I don't, first of all, I want to stay humble, but also I want, to, I want people to know, like, I'm human, I screw up, and I, and I think people should know about it. So I seem to relate to a lot more people due to my failures than my successes, mm-hmm. but then, of course, people love to see that, I, you know, I, me tell the story. So right, they like to see the journey story, and like, the background of yeah, the and stuff like that. That, I mean, it's a little bit of everything, but my, my advice to anybody on social media in general is just, have have good content, like mm-hmm. good good pictures. Don't just take some. I don't know. Like I, a I, grainy I photo. It. You gotta you know make sure it's, it's yeah. Presentable. And I do have a few. I yeah. I do have a few. Like my you know my 2015 elk was just a handful of pictures in the dark with a crappy iPhone, and that's all I. Had. That was before I started this journey. So mm-hmm. that I, I wasn't focused on pictures, and if I I, I just kick myself now because that's my only goal today but um you know good photos and then posting every single day mm-hmm. and encouraging people you know yeah. people people always remember how you made them feel and of course you want to come from a genuine place but I, I try to take a lot of time to look at other people's stuff um and and encourage them and help them wherever i can and i, I try to respond to everything that i can and people you know, they respond to that because it, you know, a lot of times you do feel like, oh, they're never going to respond. You know, even I have inspirations like that where I'm like, oh, I want to reach out to them, but they're probably not going to respond to me. So mm-hmm. those little things go a really long way. And and I, 
I think that's why I am where I am. But I don't know. I don't know. I can't give you like a <laughs> go do this and you'll grow super fast. Um, other than just being extremely consistent. Like I said, it's almost two years now, and I've I, there might be a handful of days where I did not post right. something. So um, what would never, be your absolute dream it. hunt? Oh, a moose hunt with my dad. <laughs> I mean, he's just dying to go like he wants to do con moose so bad and he's like that's where i'm gonna i'm saying it in his southern accent he's like that's where i'm gonna know you made it when you get me a moose hunt i'm like dad do you even know what you're asking me right now so um and of course it's a dream of mine too but hunting is expensive man so uh you know i trade as much as i can but uh it's yeah that would probably be my dream hunt i don't I've got to do a lot, so I don't have a lot of, like, bucket list items as of right now. Oh, that's awesome. We, 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 yeah, no, that's the one thing. I mean, we, we really like the spotlight women hunting for sure. Like we said, we, there's a huge movement happening in hunting right now. And to have somebody like you on is, is awesome to hear the story that you have, the passion that you have for it. Um, you know, I hope people check out your website, follow you on Instagram. You know, we really appreciate you joining us today. And uh, we'll, we'll have to get you on again, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, keep in touch. I really appreciate y'all having me on, and um, I look forward to uh, hearing how y'all do this season and hopefully being on again. Awesome. Take it easy. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHB. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.